but we haven't too. We're going to get far. I'm waiting here. And I'd like to get up north. So I'd like to get up north a little bit. To my little uh, shack. And uh, there's a little People are starting to get mad. People are starting to get really mad. Oh wait, no, 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 no. I don't have any money. I'm just a dumb American. Traveling overseas. Looking to escape the tyranny. <laughs> I want to escape the tyranny. But they're acting like... 
my plane right there. You hear that? All right, you guys are going to have to pray that I somehow find my way. Much like other recent fires, such as Paradise, California, there have been several anomalies involving the recent fires in Maui. In the middle of an area untouched by fire, a random car with melted glass and melted aluminum alloy wheels and NORAD-tracked CCP satellites directly above all three fires at the time of ignition. Many people are saying it's directed energy weapons, and we are not getting any answers from our criminal government. The people of Lahaina have been given access back into their neighborhood, and there are more of these anomalies being discovered. A viral video of the Lahaina Pentecostal Church shows what appears at first glance to be an electrical fire in the ceiling. But how is everything in the church pristine, except for a portion of the roof seam and the wall at one end? Many are saying this looks like a laser cut through the roof. There is an area with just a few buildings that have been totally devastated by fire, while everything surrounding them has been untouched. It is unclear as to how these random buildings caught fire. And obviously the building next door is fully intact, no structural damage, no fire damage whatsoever. And then you have this building here. Uh, you can see the scuba tanks in there. This was a, one of the dive shops. You can see it's completely and utterly burned from the inside out. And there are automobiles in untouched areas that somehow completely burned out, once again, with melted glass and aluminum. All right, a little parking lot, gravel. Everything's looking good. Those cars are probably working somewhere. These have been here for a while. But then this thing... And I know it didn't get moved here, because you can still see the scorch marks on the building. Okay, so, how'd this thing catch fire? Scorch marks, right? It was definitely burning right here. Just a random car fire? Random truck fire? Okay, look at this, look at this. How could this car... Okay, the building is perfectly fine. We got a concrete parking lot, right? I mean, even the trees are still good. And yet we got this guy. I mean, this car is melted, bro. This thing got absolutely melted. I mean, there's nothing. Someone probably threw that water bottle in there, but look at this thing, man. Now talk to me, people. Somebody, not a conspiracy theorist, but somebody that understands something about fires. Tell me, in the midst of this fire, is there an ember that's big enough that could float over here incinerate this car, melt it, and nothing else around it. I don't think it was moved here, right? I don't think it was moved here. That's just tripping me out. How'd it catch fire? What happened? I don't even see flame marks back there. I see, I see marks here, brown, black. You can see it happened here, right? The wood survived the fire, but other objects were turned to piles of ash. In many of these piles, the ash appears to have been metal. Why is all this on fire? Or why did it all, there's not even a structure here. But, again, I don't know, just, just piles of ashes of stuff that was 
clearly made out of some kind of tin foil or metal or something. Oh, the metal really took a hammering on this fire. If you were metal, I mean wood, you're kind of good, right? Wood, yeah, you're, you're not too bad. You're metal, you're done. We aren't getting any answers. The victims of Lahaina are being ignored while the government funnels money to Israel. And the metal culvert is melted. Look at the metal culvert. Look at that. That's a metal culvert, man. It melted. And just a little bit of grass, right? Why is that metal culvert charred? And a frog has been found at ground zero, frozen in mid-jump, suggesting an instantaneous flash of high energy. This right here is a toad that is petrified or mummified in mid-leap. So you can see the angle of it. It's not squatting down. It's very symmetrical in every way that it is and you can see those legs just jumping so whatever it is that happened happened in a split second reporting for infowars this is greg reese okay so i thought i'd put that on it, 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 you know yeah i screamed a few epithets during the like f you people all you very thinking on a street or fuck you doesn't anyone understand? Outright fucking murder. Fuck. And if they can do that there, they can do the whole world. Get ready. I swear to God, if I die in this thing, I'm coming back here. Invincible. And I will take care of what you people can't seem to take care of. Why is Larry Fink not in prison or roasted on a spit with his panties in his mouth? Huh? I mean, enough, enough, enough. Oh, God, please help me. Fuck that. Just, God, Jesus. Ah, I exploded. I'm sorry. I need to gather my my gear. I'm I'm uh, the headphones. Everything went flying. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry, Trish. I'm, it's okay. I lost my temper. That's okay. I, it's really good looking at. I'm sorry, folks. Murder. I'm sorry. Basis, sort of piss you off. No, no. I mean, I I can't, what you know. I grew up with like you know. Uh, some morals, you know, people go to trial, things happen. Not this! Not this! Not this! Ah, okay, fine, here we are. What shall we do today? Play a game? You know, I mean, at what point is, is there a reaction, a reaction, a reaction ever, ever, ever? I know I'm as mad as you, bro. Well, no, you're not. Have you destroyed your house? Have you have you stabbed yourself? Have you thrown something through the window? Then you're not. Uh. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to control myself. Please, Lord, bring justice. Period. Thank you. 
Amen. <laughs> okay, next day. Please, Lord, bring justice in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, some years later. Lord, please bring justice in Jesus' name. Amen. Decades later, Lord, please bring... What am I doing here? Am I a fool, Lord? You think I'm a fool? You don't want me to pray that prayer again. I think I finally get it. No more praying for justice. I get it. All right, fine. No more praying for uh, reap what you sow. Not for those guys. Fine. No more Psalm 37. Get that out of the Bible right now. Fine. What else? You're teaching me. You're teaching me. You're teaching me. You're teaching me not to pray for those things. You're teaching me that it's okay to murder people. It's okay to steal Maui. It's okay to destroy the Middle East. It's okay to do any fucking thing you want. But it's not okay to want good things. It's okay to want hell. You prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, anyone. Try. Okay, so I hit the wall. You know, I was so patient for so long. I was so patient for so long. I was so patient for so long. And then I finally, one more trip to Maui, and I, fuck, well, what can I do? Pray for destruction. Yay, Lord! You did a great job, Lord! Thank you for the destruction of Maui, Lord, and the people. Thank you for the murders of innocent. Hey, thanks, Lord. Now I'm on the right side, see? No. See? Because look, the Lord's fulfilled all my dreams and desires. To destroy, murder, kill, steal, take. And don't ever, ever, for the rest of your life, never, ever, not once, pray for justice or righteousness or anything right. Make sure, make sure that you don't pray for the health of your friends or family. The more they die, the better you are. Up you go, buddy. There you go, huh? Yeah, up there, huh? Rotten high. Yeah, Larry Fink. Rotten high, Larry. You're doing everything right. You're righteous, Larry. You're righteous. You are God, Larry. Larry, you are God. Bill Gates, you're a god too. Oprah Winfrey, you're a god too. Hey, all you celebtards, you're gods too. You're right and everyone else is wrong. I get it now. We're to pray for unrighteousness, perversion, sickness, unhealth, murder, destruction, pain, agony. Yeah, buddy. And then we get it. We get all of it, lots of it. We're so blessed, you see. We pray for it, and it's all around us. 
I pray for anything good and nothing happens, but this way everything is happening. <laughs> okay. You see, I told you, Zeph, you're on the wrong side of things. I said, I told you to join our side. Come on, join and join up, Zeph. You know, let them burn and suffer and get murdered and all that. You can live like a king. Yeah, you can live forever. You don't even have to die. You can just keep on going and going. Just don't ever think it. Lord, I pray for unrighteousness. Boom, there it is. Lord, I pray for abomination. Boom, there it is everywhere. Lord, I pray for injustice. Bam, everywhere. Every district attorney in the entire country. Boom, corrupt. All the judges. Paid off. Soros is a god. Why should we care what the little people think? Why should we care what stupid little people think? They don't even know enough to pray for themselves. Why should we care what these complaining victims think? Wah, wah, wah. Why not just steal even more from them? Uh, okay, well, am I, am I echoing some of your frustrations, I hope? I'm sure you've been here. No, I didn't, I didn't see it coming today. I uh, heard the Maui uh, thing, and I was kind of watching my little phone, the little videos on the phone. It's the Greg Reese report. I think Greg Reese does a fantastic job, and I love his voice. And uh, he got me. He got me. That's it. I was ready to take Maui. Get the hell off Maui, Hawaiian. You're not, you're not Hawaiians anyway. You came from somewhere else. Who cares? That's my island now. Same thing with Santa Fe, New Mexico. Forget all that Spanish heritage. It's mine, not yours. You want to fight? Let's go. The more bloodshed, the better. In fact, kill everybody. I love it. I don't care. Mow them down. Especially if they're unarmed and innocent. That's the ones you want to make into hamburger meat. What is this? Save the little people's shit. Huh? They're just cockroaches. <laughs> Call the exterminator. Well, you've been trying, the funny thing about cockroaches, they've been trying to exterminate them the entire time we've been on Earth, and guess what? They're, they're proliferating. <laughs> they're still here. The cockroaches, that's still here. Uh, okay, so 19 minutes of indulgence. And, you know, I, that's, my, that's my frustration. And, and I, you know, obviously I don't believe, you know, I've seen a lot of miracles with prayer. And, you know, it's, oh, it's, it's a fool's game, Zeph. It's a slow boat to China. Come on with us and have instant relief. 
Well, we always know that's the question, you know what I mean? But then with Maui, I just feel so frustrated. I guess I gotta have to go over there because I just can't believe the people sitting there like that with nothing, 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 nothing. Just Larry Fink everywhere. Might as well put his picture up on every corner. Larry Fink owns Maui. Along with Bezos and Zuckerberg and all the other assholes. They're real assholes, you know. They hate your guts. They don't mind if you buy stuff, but they like to bleed you dry of any money to buy anything. They want you dead, understand? They, those people I just mentioned, want you dead, 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 fucking dead. You're just a, an abomination to them. What they want is what the who wants. What does the who want? The who wants children sexualized by five years old. And to be used, you know, for relationships and whatever, you know, orgies and stuff films and, and you know, access. Too many children in the world. Might as well use them for fun. To them, that's fun. Hurting innocent things. They get, ooh, they get a big, 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 big satisfaction out of that. Because they have no connection to the source. Because they basically are hell. These people are not humans. Actually, technically, Larry Fink is not a human being. Not at all. He's not a deluded human being. He's a, he's a non-human being. He, he might as well be a robot. But anyway, whatever made him human is gone. But they're all the same. And all they think about is hurting children, killing you, taking what's there, and then, then they have nothing. Then they have to plan another human race so they can dominate that one until the people wake up, which they don't. Because, not because they're stupid, because they don't care. Because they like bread and circus. They're going to go to the game. Hey, game's on. Hey, yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> Love you, bro. Yeah, family, man. <laughs> Families are irrelevant. Families are bullshit. You know, people are right now bullshit. Anything people care about, destroy, destroy it. Right? I mean, that's, let's face it, that's what's going on. Anything people like, destroy it so that you can hurt the people first, suck off that, then put them in the grave. Not so fast. First, harvest their genetic material, please, and make me some cyborgs that will be compliant. <laughs> yeah, then I can rule my own universe because there is no God because what's God going to do? He's sitting up there hamstrung somewhere, and uh, I get away with everything. When did God punish Jeff Bezos? When was Jeff Bezos ever, ever, any time in his life, all the way back to zero, when did he ever, besides joining the other side, when did he ever have a problem or a bad day? And all these stories, oh, he came from poverty and he struggled and worked as a dishwasher and, you know, he, you know all that shit, man. I, got, I can't take any of him anymore. Shut up, human! I've had enough! Uh, you think that's... Uh, Trish. There's not enough drugs in the universe to fill the, 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 the horrible feeling I have inside, which is that people want to be punished. People want to get sick with this new flu. They want to 
fail. They want to be bankrupted. They want to be debanked. They want to be depersoned. They want to be desold. They want to be hurt, harmed, dismembered, destroyed. They want their children raped. They want everything done to them. It looks like it. I'm coming here from another planet. It looks like all the humans are masochists. They all want to be hurt because they don't do anything. They just sit there and take it. Look, you can do anything you want to them, Trish. They don't care. They sit there and take it. Look at them. They take it. 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 So they must want it. If they're taking it, they must want. They must want to be abused. Do you want to be abused? Is that it? Do you want to be abused? Well, then why do you take it? I don't. I do not. <sighs> Me and Benson, we've been saved. Okay. So, since that's not the right direction, extinction and annihilation and non-consciousness, we go toward consciousness, toward God, but it looks like it's God 10, uh, Satan 80. That's what it looks like on the score. No. And God loses another one. Well, but there were pagans over in... Ma- yeah, fuck your religion. Get out of here. Including Christians. Go away. I follow Jesus, but that's my thing. Not yours. Go away. You, you and my Jesus, not the same thing. Not the same thing at all. You know, the church Jesus... You can go to hell. Yeah, we're enemies, okay? In case you hadn't noticed. The church people and us, we're enemies. We don't have a common distant relative in Jesus. We don't. We're enemies. Do you understand that? You, you uh, don't even try with me. Because I see you as the enemy from second one. And you know when I used to be nice to you? All you did was try to screw me up and destroy me. So then I wised up. You fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So I learned that you hate me. So take your religion and shove it up your ass and go fuck yourself. The one thing we don't need is these like churchy Christians that do nothing, that they're useless, good for nothing, slaves. Period. Including all your stupid bullshit, you know, you're doing this, you got your separate studio, you got your Jesus chosen thing, that's all bullshit. It's all cliches, it's all like, you know, just animalistic thinking and no creativity and get a Jewish guy to play Jesus. Fuck you! And stay the hell away from me, forever. I have more in common with the lizards than you. Why would that be? I'm not a fallen angel. No, I'm not a fallen angel. I'm not the progeny of lizards either. It's just that I have a detachment like they do, which is I'm looking at the game, and I know you're not brethren. And we might as well just say it right here. You're not brethren. Yeah, go on. Let's pray, brother. No, I don't want to pray. If you say in Jesus' name, I'm going to punch your face then. Don't you ever say those words again. You can take your Bible and shove it. Get out of here. You've, all you've done is misinterpreted the Bible and forced everyone else to misinterpret it along with you. That's all you do. That's all you do every day. You simply lead people to hell every single day. I'm sick of it. 
I've had it up to here. I'm done. I'm this. I think this is my last podcast. I think I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory. No, (laughs) my wife keeps. You all better really love Trish. (laughs) She's put up with a lot here. You wouldn't see me without her. And I know I do help every once in a while. I hear from you, but today I don't see how I could possibly help anybody. And I don't feel sorry for myself. I just, I'm just really, um, I'm sorry that I had this attitude of, you know, wait and hope they're going to you know, wake up in the churches. And now they're telling me that the churches are awake. What? The churches are of Satan. All churches are. Anything that's got like 501c3 on it, you know, or the official state church of China, those are all of Satan. They're not of, of God, of Jesus. They say Jesus and all this shit. They say scripture. But in their mouth, scripture is shit. It's shit. And my mouth is gold. Don't you see the difference? <laughs> okay, now that we've cleared that out of the way. Uh, Larry, thank your God. Oh my God, Larry, can I just kiss your ring and go? What do you want me to do? Hurt a few children for you? You want me to, like, maybe just like blow up an orphanage or something? Wouldn't that be happy for you? No, because he wants to bugger the kids first. Larry, think you're like a god. Oh, Larry, What great work you did in Maui, Larry, you with all your other little friends. How amazing that you want to use MK Ultra techniques to bludgeon the world into wokeness. You are really, really great, Larry, at what you do. You don't have to worry about God. You're bigger than God. Look, Larry goes unfettered. He does whatever he fucking wants. No one's going to bother Larry. If he doesn't like Mal, you can go take the Taj Mahal too. Or you can go take, you know, uh, you know, the London, England. Why stop there? Beverly Hills. How about the world, Larry? You you remember that thing that Scarface had, that big tub that says, you know, the the world is yours? That's you, Larry. The world is yours, Larry. Larry. Hey Larry! Larry, Larry, the world is yours. You own the world and everything and everyone in it. It's yours, Larry. I know they don't put your name out there first like Bill Gates and everything. I know that bothers you. But you're really the God of this world. You are Satan incarnate. You are the one. Larry, I see it. You're the one. You're the chosen one. The fucking Antichrist. There he is. Larry Fink. With a name like Larry Fink. Not that there's anything wrong with uh, the name Fink, except it got associated with Rat Fink in the, in the days of the uh, hot rods. Or a Fink was something that tattles on other people, you know. Oh, no, don't call Larry Fink a Jew, please. He's not a Jew, okay? He never was, he never will be. He was, grow, maybe he grew up in a Jewish family, he's not a Jew. No, zero. Zero. There is zero connection between him and Abraham, okay? Technicality. There is no connection between Larry Fink and Abraham, okay? 
can you know they they use the name Jew to to be a part of this club that takes all the money, you know that's in all the banking. But that's uh, that's all that's a cultural thing. That's got nothing to do with a Jew. Larry Fink is not a Jew. He is um, not. A, he's really a Larry. He's really a Finkist. He's a Finkist. He's God. He's Satan. He's the one. Not not Satan. There's no Satan. It's him. He's numero uno. Can you imagine his grabastic fucking children if he had any? You know? And people like that, they don't commit suicide like my daughter. No, she was hurt by guys like Larry Fink. So she killed herself. But Larry goes on because Larry is the one God wants. Not Francesca. Larry. So there you go. I worship you, Larry. I'm worshiping you now, Larry. I worship you, Larry Fink. Great job with Maui. After Maui, I'm on board, baby. Is there anything else we can go torch? I know you do it all behind your computer screen. Nobody does anything anymore. No, I had another insight on what I said about the military. The U.S. military on purpose destroyed the Marines and the SEALs and all, all the special ops and all that, except for operators, you know, like, you know, in the CIA. The reason they did that is because they don't need soldiers and boots on the ground anymore. It's obsolete. So that's why they, you know, got, you know, not untrained, but just kind of lost that rigid training, that that expertise they had, um, you know, and morale. You know, without morale, you can't win a war either. But that's what happened. They don't need them. It's all machines now, right? So they don't, it's, it's the same thing happening everywhere. They don't need humans, Okay. I'm going to have to go to a break now and, and catch my breath. I'm, I'm, I apologize for blowing up, but it's been years and years before, since the last time I blew up. So, Good to be here This time of year Time to celebrate Your great victory Come on up here, Buck. All right, girls. Show him what he's won. This is your life, Buck. Look at all the people here to cheer you on. Oh, don't mind that. That's the vat of blood. <laughs> <laughs> now you might wonder what is he up to now? Get that spotlight on Buck. Hey Buck, come on out here and get your reward. Girls, show him what he's won. All eyes on you All eyes on you All eyes on you All lies on you All lies on you All eyes on you All eyes on you Oh 
know you think you know where you're going, but don't you understand? We're always there, ahead of you, Buck. Buck? Now, I didn't want this to happen. You're not supposed to be afraid. You're a big, strong man. Remember that. Girls, show him what he's won. The only problem is, only the dead go there. <laughs> we'll be there, waiting. We'll be there, waiting. We'll be there, waiting. We'll be there, waiting. We'll be there waiting We'll be there waiting We'll be there waiting We'll be there Larry Fink, he runs the world, and he's proud of his accomplishments. Middle East, Maui, destruction of U.S. economy, destruction of people, justice, U.S. justice system, world justice system. He, he's done a great, great service. He has beaten God. God's never going to lay a hand on him. We're supposed to just take it, repeat endless prayers of help, go un really, you know, answered here and there, but never really like like them. I mean, they pray for Maui, boom, look at that. Or do their rituals or whatever they do. It just really seems so lopsided now that it doesn't make any sense. And I don't see how anyone can take it, actually, anymore at this point. It, it just seems so far beyond even the center, you know, which broke a long time ago. Uh, we're so far adrift at sea, it'd be a, probably a blessing to get rid of it all. You know what I mean? At least it would clean the slate. I mean, just it, it feels so, this planet's so dirty and grimy and disgusting. It just feels, you know, I, I understand. It just feels like, you know, no one's going to fix it. Who's going to fix it? God? <laughs> when? Never. He's going to let it play out. Is there going to be a sudden rescue from the sky? Deus ex machina? Jesus is going to come back with all these uh, warring angels and slay everybody? I don't think so. Because, see, that kind of thing in literature, that deus ex machina, it's a, it's a literary device that's begun by the Greeks. The Greeks had deus ex machina. Suddenly, at the end, 
the poor people getting pummeled, and then from the sky, all of a sudden, at the very end, comes a solution from the sky. Jesus, right? No, but in this case, it was some god, and it would rescue everyone, and everyone would go home happy from the Greek theater. Remember? Is Jesus going to come make it okay? Going to come and rescue us and kill all the bad people and set the good people free and everything's all right again? And then, so what's the purpose of this? Is there a purpose to this? I'm done with Satan, God, Jesus, everything today. I'm, I'm just, I'm finished. If you can explain it to me, I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll think about whatever you want me to think about. I'll talk about whatever you want. If you can explain it to me in a manner that actually makes sense, then try. I doubt you can, but go ahead and try. If you have anything to say at all on this subject, you should do it in a podcast. And first thing I want to hear is, you know, what what exactly is it a numbers game? Like there needs to be more people on God's side, you know, technically in order to get, or we're just going to watch it all go to Satan's side because people really love money and they're shit. People are just shit. People are no damn good. So they're going to all go to money side and, 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 and fuck God and all that. And, um, you know, basically then the world's destroyed and, and that's the end of the story. Well, if God wanted people to be righteous, he didn't have to make them so they all failed, did he? Except for a sliver. And did they really succeed or were their sins hidden? <laughs> See, here's another question. And besides that, well, anyway, it's every man, every man against every man now. With the Bible prophecy has been fulfilled. It's every man against every man. Nowhere is trust, nowhere is love, everywhere is hate, everywhere is bloodshed, everywhere is pain, everywhere is torture, everywhere is agony, nowhere is happiness, nowhere is after, except if you are going to a bar in Texas during the, um, you know, either the Texas A&M game, especially, uh, do they play UT? Does anyone know that? You know, that, that big rivalry, you know, of colleges or something like that. Uh, the Houston Astros, I happened to be in there when, you know, the World Series qualifications were going on, and, and they were cheering and yelling in the bar. They were all wearing their, you know, their, uh, you know, their jerseys, and, oh, they looked like these dumb cattle was having so much fun as they were on their way to the slaughter. I just, I just wanted to be like that for a minute. I wanted to drink that beer, and I can't stand beer now. And have a beer and ah yeah, good times, bro. Yeah. Now we're gonna become criminals together. Now look, there's a good mark down there, bro. Just take him out and uh, you know, I'll grab the bag and you know, blow him and the fucking wife away. Get the diamond, get the purse. Yeah, there you go. Hey, good times, bro. Let's hit Vegas. <laughs> And now here we are. Now that's the mentality out there. You got to be careful because they see you like that. Don't carry any wallets or purses or anything if you can help it. You know? Protect yourselves because, you know, now or, I mean, if you want, if you don't want to live anymore, don't then. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, I can make a case for it either way. 
I, you know, I'm pretty well sick of it. I, I'm sick of having to toe the line here with all these so-called fellow humans being assholes and traitors. That's the thing that gets me the most. The traitors out there. All around me are traitors. They all give in. They all do whatever they're told. Then they act like, oh, I'm with you, bro. You know? Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, you're with me. You're up your ass. You're useless. You're, a, you're a, a, an empty space. You're a useless eater. A nothing. And your life will end up being nothing. And you did nothing. You just took up space, breathed, fucked, destroyed your kids, and died. So what? You're a dime a dozen. You think God should make you a model and, and reclone you because you're so great? You, had, you did such great job here on earth? No, your problem is cowardice. That's the whole thing. You wouldn't take any risk because you just didn't want to rock the boat as you were taught when you were a kid. And now, you know, Ah, oh, it's been a rough morning. I, just, I could almost do with a shot of whiskey right now. But I'm not going to have one because of the... Because uh, I don't like how I feel afterwards. You know, once you start in, it's kind of hard to stop. Anyway. Okay. Before I did the Maui thing, I had a whole bunch of things I was going to talk about, about uh, some encouraging things, you know, some observations that I've made. And I realize we're going into a, an apocalyptic, you know, you know, nightmare, horror, hell world that, and that there's no way to make any reasoning out of. And it's the end result of humans being able to do what they want, and, you know, God allows it. That's all. God honors free will, and, um, you know, if they're in, in, you know, on a certain side, that would be the side of, like, the Cainites, you know, Cain side. They're, they're protected from doing evil. They do evil, and, they, and God won't let us touch them. As you can see, they, they never go to jail. Let me, let's get some traits about how bad this is. Number one, the bad guys never go to jail. Indeed, they run the jails. The bad guys are president and kings all over the world. The bad guys torched everybody in Maui, stole it all for themselves. The bad guys steal from the, only have humans on the world so they could rape, pillage, and steal from them and, then, and murder them. There is no other purpose to life than spilling blood and stealing and lying. Okay, and anyone that joins that side, i.e., rock and roll stars, that Christian, you know, I see Christians wor worshiping Jim Morrison, a guy who publicly said that he renounces Jesus' salvation. I, what do you want me to do with that? I, I appreciate Jim Morrison and his contribution to music and everything, but I don't worship the guy. I don't want to be like him. I don't want to reject God. Maybe I have already today. Well, not really. I'm playing out the fantasy. I'm a fiction. I'm a, I'm a dramatist, okay? I'm a dramatist. And I dramatize stuff. And that's what I'm doing to vent my frustration. With, you know, I, the Satanists, I don't really care about that much. It's all the traitors that are bothering me right now. <laughs> traitors, all you got to do is sit in your living room, watch TV, 
Go to your job. Keep your nose clean. You're a fucking traitor. Get out of here. You're useless. You're just a useless. You just take up space. And you know what? And your friends all do the same thing. So, of course, you get together with this take up space uselessness and you feel a camaraderie together. No, but count me out. I like my rant better than Alex Jones's when he melts down. You know what I mean? Because I'm not going to start crying and feeling sorry for myself. I'm not going to start crying and wailing and screaming over how awful it is. I'm just going to call it as I see it. I mean, I could, you know, I definitely cry a lot. You know, but what I cry at, you know, what makes me say, well, what makes you cry, Zeph? What makes Zeph Daniel cry is a beautiful song. A nice scene. I was watching Quantum Devil. I was blown away at how good it was, you know, because I'd, I'd been dealing with it in increments, you know what I mean? I never really saw the whole picture until, you know, Trish and I sat down yesterday and we rented rented it on Amazon Prime, and it was good. I mean, it was, I was just amazed at how, I mean, it was so movie, movie. It was exactly what we wanted, and we're all very proud. I called Larry, our director, and I just said, you fucking hit it out of the ballpark. That, that's, I really, really liked every bit of it. I know some of it was, you could take it as blasphemous and all that, but it's a story. It's not, we're not promoting anything. You know, oh, there's lesbianism. Well, yeah, there is. Probably, there maybe <laughs> there's murder. Yeah, well, there's probably murder. There's horror, but the one thing that I keep my eye on is the story, which is people that did commit murders finally got their comeuppance. Is really what it, the story is to me. But everybody reads it a different way. They ever want to look for the bad in it? You can you can say we're all schmucks. You know that's fine. Call me a fucking liar, schmuck, everything you want. Go everything you want. You've already done it all 20 years worth. Go ahead. It doesn't matter anymore. Your voice and your breath are like, actually, only in your own mind. You're like a non-existent person. Like, you're beyond an NPC character. You're like, you're like a, a um, you know, when you go into the mirror, you cast no reflection because you don't exist anymore. And that's another thing I'm seeing. I'm seeing people actually disappearing before they die everywhere it's like they're pre-dying they're they're disappearing before they die i mean you know i'll see them again but i mean it's almost as if they they talk but no one listens they they function but they're just taking up space they're just like a it's just part of this matrix it's not really real I guess that's what I mean to say. There are people that are becoming unreal. Like, they had a chance to be human, but they decided to become unreal. And, you know, the church has turned them into that. The biggest perpetrator of, of Satan is, is, is the Christian church. And that, 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 that's where you go, well, all these kids are worshiping Satan. Yeah, where'd they learn that? From the church and from being abused by, you know, elders in the church. What do they do? They're all pedophiles. That's what they are. But they're worse than that. They're criminals. They, all these churches have criminal gang. They have muscle behind the scenes. They got ties into law enforcement and, and organized crime. I wonder if you know that. Chuck Smith had all kinds of muscle. You know, they could murder you and, and no one would ever question it. 
You you don't mess with them, you know, unless you're nuts. You got to get away. We tried to be their friend. I realized that the, you know, the entire Christian church is my enemy. Pretty much the entire thing. All of it. Because what people learn in church is basically they learn, the one thing they learn is hate and hatred of God. That's the, the, pur- the purpose of church. Hatred of God, hatred of self, first of all, hatred of God, hatred of, you know, and, but the hatred is couched in this game called love where people kind of like they're nice to each other, they emulate each other, but they're really thinking carnal thoughts and carnal things and what can you do for me? How about sex? How about this? How about that? How about a blowjob? How about some money? How about a deal? How about a... And it just goes on and on. Backing up society, which is all about all that, uh, and, and implementing the, the conformity of people. And if they don't conform, you know what happens? All the every church in America that's five that's with the government five one c three reports people that don't conform to the FBI and they get labeled as terrorists. So you can't go to church if you're really a Jesus person because that would be like committing suicide. So the people in church don't like Jesus. They don't love they, whatever that. Kabuki theater thing they were doing in that stupid movie about Chuck Smith. Did you see it? I forget the name of it. It was all about Greg, Greg, Greg Delirium, Greg Laurie. Another shyster. There's another criminal right there. Oh. Greg Laurie, only for the love of God. <laughs> and then they do this whole thing. Of, you know, Mike Pence is really kind of like Greg Laurie. Get out of here. Stop that. Mike Pence is kind of like Greg Laurie. When he's, when he's, you know, he's a typical evangelical piece of shit. Right? Evangelical meaning evil angel. Right? Satan. So here he is out there going, oh, this and that about God, and I'm a big known Christian, and, and that's what, and, you know, and meanwhile, there's all these, you know, witnesses and stuff about his, you know, being a predator, right? And, 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 and so you, you can't have it both ways. You know, the people that are, that are having problems sexually and sinning and all that stuff, the, 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 Jesus only says one thing, celibacy. That's it. That's your, that's a beautiful choice, right? Unless you're just a fuck machine. You're just there to create children. (laughs) Good for you. Boy, you really, how they sold people on sex, drugs, and rock and roll, they did it through psychedelics. That that was enough. ACDC, you know, I remember one concert I was watching on TV, you know, the guy is just, you know, telling people to take their dicks out and stuff. I mean, it was, you know, um, you, you fall for this. And then he's going, you know, sorry, ladies. You know. <laughs> oh, you don't have a dick? Sorry. <laughs> and um, not that everyone did it. No, but I mean, I mean, just, just like this roll call. In other words, let me conform you by being naughty and saying we're on a highway to hell when we're really, 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 it's, it's really, we're just there to make you stupid, to make you conform, to take your soul, 
to I work for the three-piece suits, they'll tell you. You know, the Beatles were a confabulation designed to do one thing, trick you into the other side so you're gone, so you're not a worry anymore. So you'll let the machine do its thing, so you're no threat, so you're a traitor, so you're an asshole, period. But I like, you know, Paul McCartney's view yesterday. Sure. Sure, we love all the nice, pretty songs. But ultimately, they want you to get on that magic bus to hell. And it's not hell. You're not a player, understand? You're not a play. You don't matter. You're just a number. And we just need you on that side of the ledger, okay? Bitch. Get over there. Thank you. Rock and roll is a big success. No? It's, well, I guess it's pop music today. Pop music. Taylor Swift. That's the Beatles today. Okay, great. There's only one message. Woke. <laughs> Which is the same thing. Same thing. All the same. Oh, you haters. You must hate. No, no. You're the haters. You hate. You are hate personified. But it gets backwards in this mirror. And then people get fooled. And then they go start shooting people. Like, you know, the students riding today are going to be picking up guns tomorrow. The professor is going to hand them out like candy. And they're going to just start shooting anybody that's affiliated with Israel. Or whatever, whatever the, the thing of the day. Whatever Larry Fink's thing is when he gets up and he has his little yogurt and he does his little routine. Whatever he thinks about Go ahead and kill all these people. Okay, Larry, you know, whatever. Joe, you better get on the stick. Okay, Larry, whatever. I'll fuck all the people here one more time, okay? Okay, that's good. And, you know, so then you look at the supporters of a Joe Biden. And you realize they're either stupid or they're equally as depraved, meaning they want to kill and hurt their fellow citizen. It's one or the other. It can't have it both ways. There is no love there. The eyes go black. Hatred. Another one I saw today, Meryl Streep. Pure hatred, hatred personified. She is seething with hatred. Anybody can see it. She's very hateful. And yet she points the finger at other people as haters. And gets away with it. Because nobody confronts her. She's useless. Anytime she pops up on my screen, it's turn the tra- channel. There's no, no purpose. There's no reason. She, if she didn't have the affiliation with the brilliant demons that make her great and make her look good and all that stuff, make her act good and all that, uh, then, you know, she would just be a normal housewife you know, who nobody cares. So, Fine. Enjoy it, Meryl. You've got about another three months to go, and you're toast. Oh, I feel so sorry that she's... No, she gave, She knew what she was doing when she was a girl, and she made her decision. And you got out... You know what's wrong with people like you? You're, not, you're a traitor. Because if she makes a decision that she wants to serve, you know, whatever side floats her boat, butters her toast, or whatever it is, 
makes her great, you know, this big movie actress. That's her decision. And I honor that. I say, fine. And, you know, I, don't, I do not expect her to do anything. I expect she thinks she's a good Christian woman or, or she's a good atheist woman. And she's filled with love and compassion. And it's all the evil people out there, like me, or like, you know, especially me now. I'm sure that I'm the worst thing that ever lived. You know, but, but you know, the church and the, the you know, Republicans and whatever else are evil, and that's her whole life to fight for justice. And she's going to be rewarded with a million heavens. And that's what she thinks. Oh, I'm sure it is. I know double-minded when I see it. And, you know, so to me, she's already gone, so I'm off to the next thing. It's, I have no emotional tie. I don't care. If I see her on the screen, I don't believe her, no matter how good she could act flawlessly, but I don't believe it anymore because I already see through it. And once you see through it, the acting jobs fall down. They don't quite... The only reason we think people are good actors and stuff is because it's in our minds. They, there's a force telling us to like them as great actors. Then you go see them once you see through them. Go look at the, go, go look at the rock right now. Go look at somebody that's fallen from your grace. Take a look and see if that performance they're giving on screen is anywhere near as good as you thought it was back then. Tom Cruise, any of them. Any of them. And it's not. It's not like it was when there was a mass spell over all of us. To like this and not like that. Zeph, can't you see that everything you've talked about is an answer to prayer? Yes, I can. Everything that we've talked about today, including my outburst earlier on, which I apologize for. I I didn't see that one coming. I I started playing that Greg Reese. uh, I, I won't play any more people. I'm sorry. I got so angry when I heard, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I lost control of myself. You know, and uh, then it was immediately, why even try with God? You know, if you pray, can we have justice? No, pray, justice, no, pray, no, just, no. When do we ever do get justice? Well, we get it here and there, you know. I mean, the real answer is we do get it, you know, here and there, but it's, it's hard for us. We have to go a long time without answered prayer. And they, they, their prayers are answered instantaneously all over the world, apparently. So you can get mad at that. You know, I get mad. That's my carnal self getting mad at that. Ultimately, my philosophical self, my higher self, understands the, the whole purpose of this exercise. And it is an exercise. Everything's an exercise. God is exercising some kind of principle here. And, you know, we are to learn it. And as we learn it, you know, we go on. But, you know, the idea that there could be this, <clears throat> this level of, of, of tyranny, this, this level of just abject human failure and weakness and disgusting perversions and criminality you know, just all this, like, lawlessness, all this, you know, pure hatred. It is hatred of your fellow man, and it is hatred of God that brings about the criminality. And then, they, then the ultimate is when they turn into being self-righteous. So the criminal is the preacher now. And 
the lamb is the victim and is cast with all the, you know, as evil and all the crimes of the world, they become the punished to cover the sins of the wicked that run everything. Then Psalm 37 says, you know, don't be jealous of the wicked and their wealth and all the things they've gotten, for I will destroy them eventually. Something like that. Vengeance is my, so I don't try vengeance myself. I'm a peaceful person because why? Because the Lord says, vengeance is mine. And I still, do, I do believe what he says. You know what I mean? I do, I do, I understand it on a deeper level. But on a light level, when I see people in Maui and kids getting torched for innocent, and at some point I just, fuck, I can't take it. I just can't take it. I just can't take it. And at the same time, this fight is for Satan to, to, to tell Zeph to get Zeph to agree with him. But then I also understand the whole purpose of Satan is revenge. The whole purpose of it all is not rebellion, it's vengeance. <laughs> That's how I know when he recruited Gates. That Gates, Gates tried to bring out Marina Bramovich. <laughs> and people go, uh-huh. <laughs> Dumb shit. Just like, like, do me a favor. Take a paper bag and put it over your head and wear that for, from now on, okay? Thank you. You do what everyone else tells you. Why should you do what I tell you? No, seriously, just put a paper, you know, be a, if you're going to be a non-person, go all the way and be a non-person. Get rid of your face. Since that's what's surrounding me, I mean, that's our population, it's basically non-people. Why should I take that seriously? Anyway, Gates' whole thing is vengeance, you know, because of the, the being a nerd, being picked on, being angry, and then one day he was going to get even. Jeff Bezos, same thing. Zuckerberg, same thing. Isn't that interesting? These were all people that were picked on in school and treated, you know, and, you know, bullied and mistreated. And they're all people that are waging vengeance. If you understand the word vengeance, then you understand what's happening to you on this earth. It's all vengeance. All, not rebellion. That's a misnomer. That's like, yeah, rock and roll, we're rebelling. Rebelling? Rock and roll? Since when? Rock and roll is conformity, you idiot. It is going along with the program. That's the whole point. And now pop or whatever the latest thing is. Oh, pedophilia. Okay, that's the latest thing. Pedophilia is going along with the program. That is the government program. Pedophilia is in the WHO. If you look at the documents of the WHO right now, it advocates pedophilia. It's nothing new about this. There's nothing hidden about this. In fact, if you try to stop sexual activity from going on in the, it, it, with, with children, they will take your children away. They want them sexualized, period. As far as the suicides go, they just don't report them. Anyway, that's the world we're in. That's the world. That's completely uncovered for you to see. The, the whole world is open for you to see. So the only reason anyone ever sold out, all your little stars, 
because they selfishly wanted to be stars and they said, fuck you to you. They sold you down the river and took the brass ring and lorded it over you ever since. Oh, I could never be as good as that. Wow. Wow, they're the stars. I think I'll worship them. No, no. They're made, not earned. They're not earned. They're made. They're made by men. They're made by men affiliated with the big club. And in the club, there's a few that run the club, but the rest follow. And even if you make a mistake, here's what was on the sophisticated mind of Ridley Scott recently. What if a guy just like goes in there innocently and then, you know, for some fluke of something, you know, the drug deal went wrong. I mean, why should he be punished? He was just doing his job. He hadn't even really joined up yet. Well, if you do something that causes a chain reaction and somebody else goes to jail or gets hurt or something, sorry, dude, you're going to get whacked or your wife will or your children. That's just the, the way it is. You may have been innocent. You may not have meant anything by it. You may have been doing your job as it was in the movie The Counselor. I suggest people go back and look at that. Uh, you know, and when the, uh, the, the counselor character uh, got a guy out of jail because his, you know, his mother, his mother asked him to, he did. And that uh, is what blew the whole deal. It's, somehow that wrecked their whole $20 million drug deal. He said, but I didn't, I just was doing my job. I, I'll... I'd love to talk to the head of the cartel, whoever they are. I'll talk to anybody. And, and you know, it won't do any good. You see, there's sometimes things happen. And all we have is grief because it shouldn't happen. And there never will be justice. Period. It will just be Grief. And grief must be squelched. You could avenge it. You know, he could go on, he could go train up to be Rambo or something. But ultimately, we, we have to live with our grief. That's what the movie was about, by the way. Because, you know, there's a whole bunch of study I did with it, which I don't know why I did, I just, for my own curiosity. But uh, the, the, the director's brother, a great director in his own right, Tony Scott, simply jumped off a bridge in L.A. and killed himself during that same year that they made that movie. So the movie is about grief that's unconsolable. And probably what he's saying is that his brother committed suicide when he didn't have to, but because he was more of a pure heart, you know, more of a normal person, let's say, more intact. He wasn't as cynical as his brother, perhaps. Speculation here. He jumped off a bridge for something that probably the brother wouldn't have jumped off a bridge for. Who knows what it was, actually, that caused him to do that. I know my daughter's reason for jumping off a bridge was because she wanted to be abused. Because she'd been abused as a child. She'd been worked by the educational system. That abuse was normal part of life. They didn't call it abuse. They call it, they call it love, not abuse. Oh, we love children, who we love. When we say we just want to be with who we love and not get in trouble, that's a pedophile talking. That's like that guy that's on uh, from the Pentagon. He gives the briefing every day. 
He's like, he says, who we love. And that's like what he's, those words, who we love, it's code for pedo. Well, he'd be in the in crowd. He would not be uh, a minority. He would be a majority because that's the way it is. Anyway, so I think what God is doing, you know, and I know if you don't want to believe me now, that's fine. I think what God is doing here is he's lining it up for the big, the big slaughter. And why is he doing that? Because he's showing us all the betrayal, you know, because a betrayal against God, you know, to a godly person is a betrayal against you. So he's showing us all the betrayal, all the theft, all the lies, all the hurt and the pain, which, you know, they should be executed 50 times over for all they've done. That mean, they really, really need to pay for what they've done. And it goes on generation after generation. The debt mounts till finally you want to make sure it's extinguished and no being ever comes into being again. Ever, ever, never, never. Until it screams, please annihilate us all, every last thing. Because we can't live with all of this pain and torture every day. We can't live with generational pain and torture. We can't live with any of this. It's just cognition itself is just pure torture. Oh, yes, we know that. That's why we give you bread and circus, so that you don't torture yourself. Yeah, but I'm tired of looking at people. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, what a great piece of art. Oh, how great that music sounds. Oh, how who cares? I don't care. Kill it all. Take Beethoven and throw it out the window. Kill it all. If all it's doing is trying to get this thing down the road, another clip, tell me why that's even worth it. become a total nihilist here. But then, you see, the thing that keeps me going... No, no, God wants me to see that whole side of it. He wants me to analyze it accurately. Where else am I going to get it if not from myself? Who's going to tell me the facts of life? No one. He's all upset when I get out excited. He starts yelping because he's, he's really the doctor. He's Dr. Benson to me because he took care of me when I was sick. So he's, my, so he's always with me. He's always under my feet. You know, I don't know. It's a weird thing. You know, Trish gives him, feeds him and gives him all kinds of love and stuff, but he's, he just, he stays with me for some reason. I think he's worried about me. He's just checking on you. He's, he's keeping an eye on me. He doesn't worry about Trish. I worry about Trish. <laughs> But anyway, okay, so we've come to the end now. We can't go another step. We, we really, I mean, any day now that you go on is kind of an abomination to all parties, you know, Satan, God, everybody, everything. And so here we are. Um. I think what God is doing is revealing every reason in the world so that if this thing gets destroyed, okay, that you would, 
maybe you'll die saying thank you, Lord, rather than please no. Please God. Maybe you'll just really give a big prayer of thanks. Thank you for ending this. Even if I have to die. Even though I didn't participate in it. You know, if 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 all it takes is me to die and everything will go away and all that pain and suffering will go away from people, maybe it'll be worth it. And I know that, that that's absurd, that thought, because we're supposed to want life. We're alive, aren't we? And so we need to have life and survive, right? Isn't that what we need to do, survive? I must have contradicted myself 30 times today, going from nihilism to God, back and forth, God being the affirming of life, nihilism being the negating of it for the purpose of getting rid of the abomination, which has become the whole world, which is everything, which may be the entire universe. Maybe it's the entire, all cognition, all existence everywhere is the abomination. And I'm sure these, well, you know, philosophy is called nihilism. I mean, you can look it up. That's what they think. And they get there because they just can't emotionally take it anymore like me. I just, I, I look at Maui. <laughs> I want to beat Larry Fink one day. But I don't want to make any move. You meet me, little motherfucker. And let's have a discussion. And I will take your philosophy and wrap it around your head and suffocate you with it. And prove to you you're wrong. And prove to you, like fucking dumb shit Henry Kissinger, finally figured out that it was all a big mistake. And he's trying in his own tepid, cowardly way which is what he is, first and foremost, a coward, to, to basically say this was wrong to have all this immigration. We're saying it. It's all wrong, Henry. You all blew it. Anyone that has to win by bludgeoning, it gets bludgeoned. And you can't win. You can prolong the agony of living, which is obviously you figured this out, right? Living is agony. Death is bliss compared to living. (laughs) Okay, so the one thing I do think about that gives me some weird kind of hope is sometimes I think about Antarctica and I think that maybe the Earth isn't the way they've been portraying it. You know, that maybe beyond the wall there's other continents. The ice wall. What is that ice wall anyway? So I my mind goes there and thinks what's above and beyond that ice wall? Just more water back to another continent that we know about? And this kind of thought makes me happy, just even if it's not true. Because I I want to think, are there other beings? Are there, what, is there another thing? You know, the only re- way that in science fiction that people could be happy is they're all made into robots, and then they're happy, right? 
another, you know, then they wake up. Like the giver, Gattaca, just thinking, even Avatar to a certain extent, you know, they had to have an enemy. You know, they had to have a, you know, that this, this awful enemy of the, you know, America or American military or whatever, that everyone else is living peaceful except for, you know, this is the simplistic kindergarten thinking of James Fuckface, whatever his name is. It's not even worth mentioning it. He's such an asshole. Oh, he learned to play with the toys. Yeah, okay, give him, you know, he's an idiot savant, director, give him that. James Cameron. Cameron. Like camera. He's a camera guy. He likes the camera. And boy, has he done a great job with it. You talk about nihilism. There's there's a guy that hates everything and everyone. Period. And I've even known people on his crew. And he hates them too. And they hate him. And everyone hates everybody. But anyway. Yes, please. Anyway, James Fuckface. Here's the deal. Same thing goes to Larry Fink, goes out to you. Talk to me. Talk to me. Prove you're not a fuckhead. It's up to you to prove to me you're not just a piece of shit. Not the other way around. I'm, I'm you know, th- that's absurd. You're the one behind the you know, Hall of Mirrors. You're the one hiding. You're the one who won't come out and say anything. You're the one who wants to create these schools to teach kids. What are you teaching kids? Are you a, oh, okay, back to the pedophilia. Well, you know, so this is a big wall, the pedophilia. So that's the big secret. Okay, it's not a secret anymore. The who has brought it out? They said all kids have to be, have to have pedophilic experiences and like it in order to be acceptable in society. So it's done. It's said. It's out. It's over. Right? But woe to that man that would hurt children. I guess I kind of have a real feeling about it since of the way my life was ruined and my daughter's life was ruined. I kind of have a little bit of a thought about it. And I've seen countless other lives. Like back when I grew up, there's a whole bunch of other people who committed suicide and got killed because they couldn't quite get their mind around it. It's not just pedophilia. That's the entry. That's the entry point for the whole satanic program of mind control and everything else. You step through it to, to a different dimension. One where you get to be a star. <laughs> I'm a star, but you know in your mind, you never earned it. You never earned one bit of it. It was all given to you. All you have to do is when the spell is broken, folks. Go back and look at their movies, listen to their records, whatever. And while they may be good, no one says it isn't talented or good and all that, that, that mystique, that star level thing, that thing, you just go, what? You shake your head. That's not like I remember it. Oh, no. No. You know, you can't just come here and end Hollywood. You can't just scream from out in the middle of New Mexico and end, end the world because you don't like it. I didn't say I didn't like it. I love it. I love everything. My entire outburst is an act of love. I don't know what you're talking about. 
I don't torch people in Maui and then, and then you know, claim to be God. Not like Larry Fink does, or Bezos, or any of those guys. They're gods. They're titans of this world. They're the example of what you want to be like. They prove that, you know, all that abuse and, and all the, the, the whole thing, the whole spiritual thing, the whole entry form, the whole entry into the world system, all that was worth it, right? They're poster children. I'm, I'm here today to tell you to, I, I talked to God, I said, I'll say whatever you want me to say, Lord. Whatever you want me to say to them out there today, I'll say. And, you know, again, it's, there, there is no new world order. This is the new world order. This is what they want, the way it is now. This is the end goal today. I hope you understand that. You know, if they go further and have everybody over pedophiles or overt robots or euthanasia on tap, killing, dismembering, you know, people that are good people that uh, should, you know, doing the whole witchcraft trial thing, you know, where they, they burned all the lambs. They didn't burn any witches in the witch trials. The only people that they destroyed were lambs. I thought you knew that. It, same thing with the Inquisition. The Inquisition didn't kill they killed, you know, people on the other side, people that were lambs. What do you think the purpose of the Inquisition was? To hunt down people that really do belong to God and kill them. There was no godly purpose in the Inquisition. Everybody knows that. I suppose there's some brainwashed people that think, you know, the Catholic Church could do no wrong, but I mean... Catholic Church is, uh, does nothing but wrong. I mean, that's the thing. It's not like it's 80-20 or 50-50 or 60-40 or 70-30 or, or anything like that. I mean, it's basically, they are. You know, it's just like, how can I commit wrong every day and make it a deception so they think it's right when it's wrong? And put that sheen on it. Put that mirror sheen. So that all they see is good, but all we do is bad. That's the trick, isn't it? Isn't that the illusion of this world? It's all bad, but they put this illusion of good on it. So you think, oh, I want some of that for myself. Well, John Lennon would tell you, you know, uh, come and get your share. You know, keep playing those mind games. That's what it is. It's all mind. So how now do we live? Well... You can look at it this way. This is the most exciting time to be alive that there could be. Many people lived and died in boredom. You know what I mean? Where it just was ho-hum. And now it's electrifying. So, you know, you have to hang around to see it through the end. You can't, if you commit suicide, then you're adult. You know? My daughter's her problem is she never grew up to the point where she realized it wasn't about her. It was all about her. Well, her problem... Everything was about her. There was nothing outside of her. And I think that's what led to her demise. I really do. I tried to explain this to her many times, but it, it, it was not... She wasn't listening. She just thought, you know, dad, old fuddy-duddy. You know what I mean? So she wasn't listening. And I couldn't undo all the damage that happened back then. She was so... Groomed to be, you know, a Gucci girl. Groomed to be one of these, you know, society types. 
And then she just figured out she was a lamb. It just all came crashing in, and then she lived with that conflict. So a different path than me. Less pure-hearted, but still explained to me that she wanted to be hurt. And she really wanted love, not hurt. And she tried to make it work, but she couldn't. And she just wanted to be loved, have a few kids, settle down, you know, in the Italian countryside, you know, grow wine, whatever, you know, have, you know, the romantic life. And it was not to be, because she was ruined by pedophiles. So when that happens, I do take a bit of an issue with the WHO, a terrorist organization that basically is, is, is saying it's okay, it's open season on children. Now, you know what I think should happen to these people. You touch my kid, I'll kill you. Well, that can't happen now. I don't have a kid. But basically, that's it. Do we have any males in this United States who would actually defend their children? Even if they had to lose their own lives? I don't think so. That's what's got me really ticked off. I mean, their kids could get buggered you know, at school and have pornography and get raped and all this stuff, and they'd just sit there. It used to be. Let, let me just go back to the way it used to be. You touch someone's kid, you know, uh, you, you get hunted down and killed. Now, nothing. If you raise your voice that your kid's been hurt, they take the kid away from you and throw you in jail if you push it. Well, then we're conquered. Then that's the end of it. That, that, that just means we've been conquered. A society that cannot protect its children is not a society. It's the end, it's the end of that society. We cannot protect our children in the United States. We cannot. I've been screaming about this for 20 years. It's gotten nothing but worse the whole time. Because the men have become cowards. The women have become cowards. The population has become cowards. The brothers and sisters of these abuse victims don't do anything. In fact, a lot of times they become the abusers. So here we are. In this clandestine abuse that's now blossoming like a big poison flower that's going to kill us all. God's message is very singular on this. Do not hurt the children. Protect thy children. And we've done neither one. We have hurt the children and we do not protect them and we have destroyed the children. So we have no children coming up now. Generation Z is not not children, they are lost because of the pedophilia, which is what's caused it. And then we're lectured to by people that are pedophiles on television, on Fox News, and then they come on representing the Pentagon, the White House, and all these other places, the UN, whatever. And, you know, they're the abusers, and they're telling you to shut up, and that, you know, white supremacy is the evilest thing. The biggest threat against pedophiles, by the way, is Donald Trump. He's the biggest public threat against pedophilia. In fact, he gave a speech 
to the Coast Guard that the cutters, the new cutters that they were commissioning, would be used to interdict human trafficking and child sex trafficking. That that was the purpose. I mean, this was a public speech early on. I don't know if you remember it. I know some people remember it. So his and he gave the entire month of January to human trafficking and stopping child sex trafficking. That was his entire program. Therefore, he's the biggest anti-pedophile that there is in the world. And so people jumped on him for that. You jump on him, that means you're a pedophile or an enabler, one or the other. Either way, a pedophile. If you think that's evil and you say Trump sucks, then you are a liar. And you better straighten yourself out or you're going to hit the wall. Bottom line is, Trump represents the overturning of the mandate of the WHO, which it's written, go ahead and read the latest, go read the, 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 the WHO with respect to children and sex. It's public knowledge. You can read it, and it will say uh, at what age they need to have different sex acts, masturbation beginning around five. And then what, where, where they should be before, before puberty, they should have intercourse. It says it right there. It's in their list of rules. Their list publicly published. So the biggest threat, you know, white supremacy now, the biggest threat is MAGA Republicans are terrorists because, because Trump represents the end of pedophilia. He represents the war on pedophilia. He's the only one that does. And so anyone that follows Trump would be, they want to lock up because they are anti-pedophile. That is the main thing, because the world is pedophile. So Trump threatens. And it's only the pedophile. If he had a position like looking the other way on pedophilia, they wouldn't bother with him. They wouldn't do anything. But the most precious commodity they have, it's not just, you know, child you know, rape and sex and all that. It's also murder. You know, there's so many kids, you know, what are you going to do with them? So that's the problem. Abortion, you know, is another form of pedophilia. It's, it's, abortion is just like, you know, murder. You know, pedophilia is murder. Whether, you know what I mean? And then the kids that grow up and accept it become useless, you know, so they're, so they're happy with that. They become docile and controllable. Anybody that's been through pedophilia and abuse who considers everything okay, they become, they all become abusers themselves, but they're, they're, you don't have to worry about them. They've accepted it and they're, they're going to go along with anything you throw at them now, including suicide. If you want them all to commit suicide, they'll all do it. In other words, they're good for nothing. Useless is what they become if they're afraid to confront their own. Because your soul as a child does not go along with being raped and, you know, being, 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 uh, you know, being subject to predators. They can break your will, break your spirit, and you can just accept being raped. But then, if that happens, then you're useless. Unless you fight back! Oh my God, what a concept. 
you mean you'd actually have to summon some courage and fight back and speak publicly and become a social pariah and have to fight all these fights just because you're trying to get free of the trauma of having been assaulted and abused? Oh, no! And here's what happens with pedophiles. Since we're talking about the entire U.S. government, the majority of people on the earth, here's what happens. The pedophiles always want to annihilate humans because they have to project it on this, you know, they know it's wrong. So they have to project it onto somebody. So now it's Israel, it's Trump, it's this and that, but really it's the whole world they want to annihilate. They want to annihilate all humans because they hate what's inside them. Even though they're telling themselves it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's normal and natural and good. But they, deep down, they can't get away from the fact that it's murder. And they have to abort so many babies and so many, they have to have so many wars and so much violence. They have to create a whole spirit of violence to project it outward of them, out of their sick souls. And create a whole world of pain and agony and torture and bloodletting. Then let the lambs of God try to withstand the, the bliss that they've unleashed. The beauty and the brilliance and the wonderfulness of the world that they've created. And then offload all the blame and guilt on anything bad, on to the innocent ones that never did anyone any harm. And then, ladies and gentlemen, they've accomplished their goal. You see, it's not until consciousness is slain and controlled that they really have a victory. Just killing people won't quite do it. And only until that blame gets shifted 100%, like on to Barabbas and not Jesus, but to whether people really believe it when they were drawing and quartering, you know, old Mel Gibson and Braveheart because of his stand for freedom. And they, they knew they were wrong, but they had to project all that pain and suffering and sin and weakness and shit onto, and, onto a good man just so they could live another useless, stupid day. Which is what they are. Useless and stupid. So the argument comes back to God. Between the argument between Satan and God. So therefore, God, I'm Satan now. Do you see I proved my point? Almighty Yahweh. You must destroy them all. All have become useless. All are liars. All are pedophiles. All are criminals. All are everything. It's not exactly what you wanted, is it? Almighty God. Where is there even one? And then the Lord turns to Satan and says, you make a good point, but I... My response is not 
really going to be linear here. I have one word response to you, that's Jesus. That is the only thing. The only mechanism by which, and that would be, you know, people would have to be semi-intelligent to understand it. Or even maybe a little more than semi. Probably more intelligent would understand. The formulae of redemption is total. And the only place that can come from is God himself. So that ends that problem of, of, of blame. <laughs> blame! That ends the problem of blame. And that ends the argument of Lucifer, trying to argue with God about, you see, I proved my point. They're all bad. Kill it all. No. The answer is not death or more death. It's life. That's what's missing. And the idea that these people have to realize they can't do it on their own. And further to that, it's not about them. And if it were about them, I agree with you, Satan, let's kill them all. But it's not about them, is it? It's not about them. It's about is. It's about existence. It's about reality. It's about what is. It's about the fact that, uh, you know, uh, what looks like a failure on the one hand is no failure at all, but success. When humanity fails, it's success for God. Maybe you never heard that before. When humanity fails, it's God's success. Because that's the only condition. And of course, a person would have to realize we failed. I've realized that thoroughly. So I will go to the Lord for help because I realize that I, we, us, all of us, have failed. And in that realization, I realized, so more death and more pain, more torture, Lucifer, is just a fool's errand, a stupid game, dumb. Dumb, not even wily or crafty, it's dumb. So the only thing that makes sense to all sides involved is complete redemption of everything, yeah, but what person doesn't want Oh, through ignorance, you mean? Because the only way they reject God is through ignorance. That's the only way they can do it. You cannot reject God out of intelligence. You know, if, it was, if that were the case, I could have done that earlier today. You know, as much as I tried, it doesn't stick. Because it's not true. It's not real. It's not true. It doesn't exist. It's time to rock this thing up now. I'm ready for the shortwave radio, Trish. I'm ready to get on the show. We were talking about shortwave radio. I'm going to get Frankie involved. We're going to start doing something because I have a feeling things are going to get really raw. Of course, you're not supposed to talk like this with all kinds of expletives and F-bombs and you know, just really nasty potty mouth crap, which I hate, but... Uh, 
And he chose me to be here. In my little tiny world where, you know, but he cares about you, you. You don't, you're not massive in numbers out there, but you're you. He cares about you, and he's trying to get me to talk to you and help you in some way, I think. Just like it's helping me. He's helping me. I'm putting it into perspective now. I see that Satan's beat, 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 beat. Satan's beat before Jesus ever was. Beat in logic. And Satan, you know, Lucifer, prides himself on being the ultimate god of logic. And yet he fails in this argument here. And a secret to the universe is revealed. It's in the Beatitudes. The meek shall inherit the earth. The little people do matter. More than the big people. There is the lesson of the firstborn, of course. Cain slew Abel. Yes, it looks like that. The firstborn was slain. But then what persisted was not Cain. (laughs) And so Cain failed. Early on, It has failed ever since. And the world you see today is a failure. An abject failure. Pathetic. The only reason to go on is because of having compassion for other people. That would be the only reason to stay here. If you could somehow show some kind of thing, in this case, strength. I show strength to keep on, even though, you know, there's not much other than useless eating, what is, what's the purpose? You know, but despite all those unresolved conflicts, philosophical conflicts, which are all won by God, because the only way God could win is if everyone lost. The only way that Satan could win is if, if everyone wins. Well, in Satan, everyone wins, and God, everyone loses, so therefore God wins. Uh, amazing. I just did the, all the philosophy in the history of the world right there. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom. You can't go that fast. Can't fast. Speed up. Speed up. Speed up. Catch up. Catch up. Catch up. <laughs> I remember debating with, like, like Buddhists would call me. They're so infuriated. How ah, dare you? You're so stupid, Zeph. You can't even figure it out. And I go, you know, <laughs> before Lao Tzu was, I am. Before Buddha was, I am. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So it's kind of hard when you get on the side of God. Because God wins. Any intellectual argument. Well, that's got to be through faith, man. Faith? Faith? Faith. The fact of the matter is truth. And you believe in God and deny it so you can fit into society. That's your problem, bitch. Get out of here. I don't want to waste my time with people like you. Once you become fully baked, when you get, if you could ever get to like 60 years old, then talk to me. Oh, maybe I took too many drugs when I was young. 
sped my mind up. So I figured it all out. Then I came back to ignorance and then went blow it up to all knowing and then went back to ignorance and then I bounced around between the two and I, you know, was thrown in the washer and dryer and came out on spin cycle like a, a lunatic. I don't know. But there are such people around. I've met them that are really, really smart. Usually they're in mental hospitals, though. I've met them. I have seen them. I mean, they got it all. Way smarter than me. They got it all. And they, they, they're, and they're, you know, tucked away where they can't uh, be exposed to anybody. So, to sum it all up then, you guys, we, we won. Okay? And they lose. They lose. They lose. They lose. They, they didn't just, they, they didn't just, you know, it's not like they lost. They lose. Meaning in all times and spaces, always lose. They always lose. They always lose. They always, this is, they've revealed their new world order. And look at it. It's a complete joke. An abomination. Laughable. Larry Fink is God of their little uh, I don't even know what you'd call it. Their little social tea or whatever they're having. Their little pedophilia contest. Their little, you know, dick measuring contest. Whatever the fuck they're doing, they lose. They lose. They lose. They don't just, they didn't just lose before. They're not going to lose in the future like people like to say, we know who wins in the end. What do you mean in the end? Now. They lose. You win. I win. We won. We win. Always win. We always win. We always win. The martyrs are winners. Always win. What the world calls loser is the winner because the world's a liar. Everything the world does is a lie. Every single thing. That's why they had to, you know, they could invent all this atomic bombs and all this stuff. They were given the technology to do that because that's within the loser's circle. But the winner is, you know, who made the atom? End of story. I canceled the rest of it right there. Who made the God particle? Who made whatever went into the collider? Who made the, uh, you know, cities under the sea and other dimensions? Who made it? The win, one who wins, the winner, the always winning. The usurpers, the stupid, the, the, the ignorant come in to control it, to try to get a hold of it. So they want to be it themselves. When they say they want to be God and put themselves above the throne of God, don't you see how pathetic that is that the people least qualified to even enter into that argument should even try they're so pathetic it's like, you know, one day I'm going to be as big as you, the insect says to the elephant. And I'm going to get you. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to destroy you, says the insect to the elephant. And that's basically what it is, them talking to God, them trying to rebel, them trying to have their own little spiritual universe. They can't because they don't have any original material. Everything they have, everything they use comes from God. Therefore, they lose. They lose. 
they lose. They usurp. Only the weak, you know, people that are weak-minded that don't understand, in you is fearfully and wonderfully, in you is the image and likeness of God. Glad they kept that in the Bible. That means you don't know yourself. You don't know the power you have. You don't understand the, the fact that you, that, you know, you're split into thinking certain things about the world that is not true. Not us versus them. It's us versus our own ignorance. Because if you know how powerful you are, then you go on your way. And, you know, you can do anything. I think this becomes more clear after death. You know, because as after death, <clears throat> we keep going until there's a perfect crystallized understanding about everything. And that the, that crystallized state's only, uh, only an illusion to grab onto something to understand everything is perfect symmetry today. Everything is in its place. Everything is exactly as it should be today. There's nothing out of place. Everything has been predictable. That's why. Everything has been predicted and has occurred. Therefore, them not so special if they can be predicted. If they're that predictable, then there's nothing really about them other than the illusion that they're great. Right, Larry? Larry Fink? Other than that, there's, that's it. You know, they're pathetic. They're weak. They're disloyal. They are uneducated. All they know is their corporate ways you know, to make it work and to you know learn the craft. And the craft doesn't do anything. It just buys. What it does is, I'm sorry, it just wastes time. Everything, learning, learning all the ropes of this world only wastes time. Shove the ropes up your ass, worlders. You know, it's just time. You know, following you is a waste of time, a waste of energy, a waste of everything. You all are just useless, pathetic consumers of whatever, and whatever you can take. Yeah, steal souls from children. That's, that's, that's big man, huh? Big man picking on a child. That's all you're doing is you're just hurting children because you can pick on them because you're bigger and stronger. That's all you're doing. You know what, the guy at the who, you know what should happen to him, right? I'm not going to say it, but you all know. Oh, that guy, oh boy. There's not enough punishment and torture in the world for that guy. You'd have to invent a whole new paradigm of pain for him. But of course, he'd probably love it. He'd probably enjoy it. There's no angle they're not going to jump on to try to, you know, outride you. You're not outriding me. The best thing for something like that is just to, you know, you go to the go to the office one day and the door is shut. Your name's not on it. You, you you're not you've lost your position. In other words, the best punishment will come from their own side. Me, I don't know. I don't, know, I don't even know these. I can't relate to these people. I'm in a room with a guy like that. 
it's just going to be, excuse me, I just got to get out of here, got to get a breath of fresh air. You know, stay away from me. Yeah. Punk. Picks on children. Probably kick your dog too, huh? Oh, yeah. You want to make people eat bugs and live in Nirvana in these little, you know, dorm rooms? <laughs> Good luck with that. No, I, yeah, I know most of these college students, young people that could have been smart and wound up stupid. I saw this one kid on the air. He's going, we need a socialist revolution to make things fair. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got to kill you in order to save you. Let's on that level. Right? I, I mean, you know, see, I'm good. I'm killing you to save you. Don't you understand? That's wokeism. Anything else? Yeah, yeah, you know, Maui to me is just a microcosm of what they've done to the whole world. But it was my dream when I was a kid. I went there when it probably a oh before I could drive, or I was just driving, or maybe I went there with a friend who was driving and. I remember we, we stayed in Kanapali or something, and I went surfing up in Honolulu Bay, and which is a short drive from there. And uh, waves were so good, and the water was so fine. And, you know, the locals actually let me have some waves, you know what I mean? It wasn't this aggro like Malibu or something. And um, I just really, you know, I, I looked at it like, but I, I was happy on the reef breaks out in West Maui, like Lahaina and, you know, I was happy with those reef breaks. I was, you know, just a little left, a little right. I was just thrilled to be out in the water. That's the main thing. I just loved the water. Loved the ocean. It was so, the, the main spirituality for me was the ocean. The moods of the ocean. Sometimes a sunny day or foggy. And I used to love those mornings when it's really foggy and you couldn't even see the waves. And then as it lifted a little bit, you could see these perfect peaks like up at Oxnard, just peeling left and right, you know. Crisp wetsuit weather. And, you know, I used to love all that. I guess I got tired of it. I came in town and tried to win the argument against... <laughs> Satanists certainly had their way. You know, the, the other thing that's stupid about them, the, the biggest useless, stupidest thing they do is kill those who disagree with them, you know, or who don't want to join, or kids coming up in a family that's satanic that don't, you know, quite get it, innocent ones that don't understand what's going on, so they get killed. You know, by doing that, they put themselves in the loser's circle times 10, and they exacerbate their own... See, to them, losing is, you know, air, you know, oxygen, you know, sea... You things in the sea, you know, food, you know, properties, you know, lumber. That's them. That's as far as they can think. They're earth dwellers. They're feeble-minded earth dwellers, every one of them. Even the top guy, even Gates is one of the dumbest assholes you'll ever meet. Dumb as shit. Doesn't know anything about the earth. Knows nothing about the knows nothing about it. He knows absolutely nothing about anything. And so he's like, I'll cover the sun, because I heard that somewhere. Uh, yeah, let's cut the trees down, because I just went to a symposium on trees. They create too much carbon to cut them down. So he's just like this child who just, oh, I don't like it, cut it down, kill it, destroy it, remove it. You know? And that's all they can, that's their whole mentality is bludgeon, hurt, get rid of, 
cut that they don't quite understand. There's a perfect nature is this just beautiful creation. And if you, if Gates was anything other than a blithering idiot, which he is, so is his fucking wife and his stupid children, if he was anything other than a blithering idiot, beyond an idiot, easy to debate, easy to completely destroy, easy to win, because he owns nothing, except if he read it in a book, except if it was teed up for him by, you know, daddy. So, Gates, and his whole motivation on Earth is easy. If I were to create a character like Gates, he'd be very one-dimensional. The entire driver of Gates is called Vengeance. Right? Vengeance. So he's put in a very high position. He wants to take vengeance against the world for hurting him when he was a child. Probably, you know, maybe he was being buggered by a pedophile. And that's what all the vengeance is about. Yeah, well, people do that. Adolf Hitler's a good example. So, you know, <laughs> don't tell me you know what's going on. If it different, if you like backing Gates, smart guy. Mm-hmm. Powerful guy. But that, I'm not even going to tell Gates the secret of the tree cutting, of what he really should have been thinking about if he wanted to accomplish his goal, which I don't want him to, which he won't do. So therefore, I'm not going to say anything. But I know a, a, a method by which he could have gotten his way. But I don't belong to his side. I belong to God's side. I'm not going to be a traitor. So I'm not going to tell him. They're doing everything wrong, folks. Everything that they're doing to hurt the earth and the Maui and this and that and Israel and America and the money and the, this. And it's all seen, by the way, now that we have the internet. Knowledge has been increased. Daniel 12. All of that. They're doing every single thing wrong. Labeling the MAGAs as the new, it was right supremacist, now it's the MAGAs. Wrong. Will not sway public opinion, will not make easy, will not accomplish any of their goals. It will actually go against their goals. So if they're losing, so that's a losing. The FBI is stupid. Again, dumb. But they only know how to play, you know, 2D chess. They can't figure out the biggest, you know, Rand Corporation, these other think tanks. They can't figure it out. They're, you know, the dumbest people are in these institutions. They're dumb as shit. We should be celebrating that because there is a way to really hurt us on a deep level. This MAGA thing, and then it'll be, you know, it was the Japanese in World War II, it was the Jews. You know, they'll try something else. But notice how the white supremacy argument fell apart. Notice how people didn't pick up on that. It didn't really get traction. So now they're going, MAGA Republicans are the biggest. The, Biden said that in the beginning. MAGA Republicans are the biggest terrorists. You know, bigger than Hamas, it's MAGA. And because it's such a stupid statement, because Biden, you know, is a blithering fool. You know, he's, he's got an IQ of three. So because of that, people get on, the, 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 because of the absurdity of a statement like that, a bigger terrorist than Hamas is, listen, if Hamas does anything in the United States, it's, it's Biden and company doing it, okay, period. 
if the U.S. government blows stuff up, they're the ones that do everything. Okay? There is no terrorism. They're the terrorists. So it doesn't matter what they say. They have no credibility because of that. And anyone that doesn't understand like 9-11 or any of that stuff, well, they're just useless either. They're just taking up space. They're useless. They're just, you know, in the way. They're just, I mean, you know, yeah, go to your job, bitch. (laughs) Push your pencils. Who cares? Feed your stupid children. Why? What purpose do they have? None. Watch TV, play games. Well, good. Why should you even be here then? Why are you alive then? There, I can't think of, I think of no purpose for your life. What is your purpose? What's your, what's your, what's your, what's your point of, of living? Why are you taking up, you know, breath? All right. You're useless. And you're stupid. And you're, you're, you are the problem. The biggest terrorists in the world are the stupid eaters who sit there with bread and circus all day long, worshiping it like it's a god. So the MAGA Republicans now, oh, they're the really, really big, big problem here on the earth. Bigger than Hamas. Well, meanwhile, they're importing the Hamas people in and, of course, training these dolts how to blow stuff up. But don't worry, we'll do it. Uh, we'll use our military because the military has no loyalty anymore, right? They don't care about the Constitution. The U.S. military will do whatever they're told to do. They're just like automaton. They're like robots. They're just like, you know, wear high heels, you know, kill your friend, Manchurian candidates, kill mom and pop stores, you know, pose as terrorists. I mean, they'll do anything. Proud tradition, huh? Go Marines! Yeah, go Navy! Yay! Not not so fast. The idea that you'd take these institutions, and I know how proud those guys are, those that served in the wars of World War II and you know Vietnam even and everywhere. They're the proud tradition. Not anymore. And if you want people to just say it's good, even though you people on your watch, you fucked it all up, forget about it. I know what it is. It's shit. They're just there. They're just by basically, if if I were special ops and I were, you know, I had that kind of I were that kind of veteran or whatever. I would definitely just be a, you know, I wouldn't join anyone's military. I'd just be a mercenary if I'm a warrior. At least that way I could live with myself. At least that way it's honest. Take money, kill people, all makes sense. Kill people, why do we kill people in wars? What's the deal with killing people? Why, Why is it people we have to kill? Like that'll solve something. (laughs) <laughs> there's another reason for killing people. It's not, not to get them out of the way so you can win the war. It's for power. For power. Yeah, it's for power. It's for spiritual power, because there is none. When you don't have the Lord, when you don't have the great I am, when you don't have the, the Most High God, when you don't have Jesus, when you don't have the source of everything at your back, then you have to kill because you ain't getting no power no matter what, unless you do. You join a gang, you have to kill. If you don't kill, you're just going to be like one of these little 
servants in the back, a little slave in the background. Yeah, a little soldier, just you know, do what you're told. You know, go take my dry cleaning in, you know, suck my dick, whatever. And that's the way it is. It's called stupidity. It's called ignorance. It's called uh, absurdity. But there is a rhyme and reason to it all. And there's a, what there is to this situation on earth is there is God symmetry to all people and all things. And God knows every single one, every single thing, every hair on everyone's head. Everything is going exactly according to God's plan, even if I flip out over it, even if I become a carnal fool and start screaming. You know, fuck God and all that. Even if I completely lose it and my failure to understand the, the terrible injustice and suffering and pain that people go through because of these... Don't even get me started on these people. No, I know how they are. I, I grew up in that society. I, I know exactly how they are. You want to know how they are behind closed doors? Let me put it this way. You think the CEO thinks about you at all? You're just a number to him. I've been in, you know, in close quarters with the likes of, on the level of like Eisenhower and stuff like that, you know, through my grandfather. And they're just like, you know, when someone's doing something wrong, they're just like, kill them. Set them up, throw them in jail. Just like what you think only Biden is doing or only Democrats, that's not true. The Republicans do the same thing. They all, all politicians do the same thing. You know, it's like, it's like I remember we were driving. Well, you'll love this little story. I'm driving. To, we're, we're going to dinner with my grandfather and grandmother. You know, down to, we're going to go to Chasen's, me and my brother, I remember. And we were really young. And they were having, you know, they had a, a driver. And so we were being driven in like a limo, you know, down to Chasen's, which was down Wilshire to uh, Beverly Boulevard. And then it was just, just right there, down Beverly Boulevard a little ways. And we pull up into Chasen's, and, and um, but on the way there, there were some kids, you know, going down Wilshire. We were probably about uh, near Whittier, on our way down to like the Beverly Hills main thing, and so we're heading down. Um, how did we get there? We went Wilshire to um, Wilshire to uh, to Little Santa Monica, or to Santa. We went Wilshire to Santa Monica. Left on Santa Monica, right on Beverly Boulevard at Palm Drive. Okay, so that's how, okay, so that's where Chase is. Anyway, so we're heading down there, and you know, there are these kids in, you know, it was the six, I guess the early 60s. They had long hair flowing, and they were whooping and hollering, and they were smoking dope and stuff in the car. And he looks out there, looks at them, and he goes, they should be killed like that. And my brother and I were both, start, well, he was not that, he was kind of, he was autistic. But I was startled. I, I, I was, you know, then we get out with limo and, you know, they open the door for you. It's like back then they had like the almost white glove treatment, you know, and we got led to this table right in the front, you know, right in the front of Chasen's where, you know, where everybody would want to be seen. And I just was so absolutely just, I, I think even then I was disgusted by it all. Absolutely, you know, just, 
you know, and then, you know, and then these people would come by the table and all give homage to, because he was like the godfather for a while in LA. So they're always giving homage to, you know, as they're leaving and coming in and even celebrities and, you know, just, uh, just ridiculous. But, uh, no, I learned a lot from him because he really liked having me around when I was a kid. But then when I started questioning all his bullshit, of course, then he wanted me killed. Literally. And he wanted my name changed, me killed, the whole bit, you know. But uh, he showed me the ropes of all that stuff, of all he had garnered, all his wealth and his, you know, had all the stuff that he had anyway. Uh, but it, it didn't really stick. Took us to lunch at the Bohemian Club in San Francisco and just all this other stuff. You know, uh, L.A. Country Club, he was he was running it, Board of Trustees at USC, Board of Trustees on the board of Lockheed and, you know, Northrop and blah, 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 and Hilton and the, all this shit, you know. So here we are with, with all that. And <laughs> just, you know, my brother Rick is completely autistic. He doesn't get any of it. He's out to lunch. And I'm like, you know, kind of impressionable at the time, and, and I realize now what he's trying to do is he's trying to impress me with all this. And I and I was terribly embarrassed. I wanted to become a terrorist. <laughs> and they said, you're on your way to becoming Patty Hearst or something. I mean, it was, it was a really strange reaction I had, but I mean, we were then at loggerheads at that point. And, um, you know, but, but basically I understood it. When in the way, gets killed. And he orders it. Well, you can't get him now. I mean, he's dead now. But I mean, you know, it's uh, pretty bad. Really bad. Really bad. And then, you know, I, I didn't think much of all the, you know, lingerie and all the stuff he had. To his, I just wondered why they had separate rooms. And then he had this room, which was his, he had his own separate bathroom. And he'd hang up. I, I don't know why he would hang, you know, he would cross-dress, I guess, in the lingerie and stuff, and he would hang it up in there, you know, all cold and you know, dripping, like he'd been wearing it around the house. He didn't want the maid to see it or something. You know what I mean? I, I, I just, uh, I, 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 oh, boy. I can't believe that memory popped up. Well, that was something that I, I never really forgot, you know, seeing that lingerie. It wasn't so much that he might have been wearing it, you know, it's just he had this reputation on in L.A. of being this big man, big charitable man, head of the cancer drive, this, all the philanthropy, you know, USC, all this stuff, all this prestige from charity giving. He, that's how he made it, through charities. You know, and among other things, too. Great speaker, you know, had great talents. But here's the thing. Um, so that had to be hidden. That could never be found out. There it was in the bathroom, you know, dripping wet. And I'm like... Why don't you just have that on before I came? Why don't you just wear it when I get here? Why don't you just be honest then? And I just felt that was that was symbolic of like a lot of the stuff of uh, the New World Order and, you know, the gentrified, the elites, you know what I mean? It's all this stuff hidden in the closet. And, uh, you know, they're not better men. They're not better women. So they have to hide all their... Truth, and then they all get cynical and upset, and then they hate themselves. I know he hated himself tremendously. You know, mainly for like forcing his son to go to, into you know to, a fight at Guadalcanal. He became a war hero, but that's probably because you know was he really a war hero, my uncle, or was it because and and if you see the documentary, if the documentary you know 
once it, it begins to get out there, it's kind of a hot potato right now. I mean, it's, people are scared of it, I think. But if it does get out there and you see that his son was a war hero, don't you, it, and I do have pictures to back it up. I have letters. I've got letters from the battlefield of Guadalcanal. I have pictures with explosions going off, with live fire going on. So I know he's there. But they gave the honors, you know, to his son and then named a destroyer after him. And if he wasn't that famous guy in L.A., would they have done that? That's my only question. I, I tend to think no. They would have picked another guy. There were a bunch of guys there with, with him on the battlefield, not just one. They say he charged machine gun fire and he saved a whole bunch of people and he took a hill. Therefore, he's the guy. And I, I don't have evidence of that. I don't know. I would love to write a book about this whole thing, about this father-son thing. Well, anyway, after my uncle died, you know, in the war, a big war hero, big prestige, the, 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 the christening of the ship and the, all that stuff, my brother and I actually participated in some of that. Um, he was... Uh, you know, just just pretty much, you know, lauded as the you know the, the the top guy. You know, he was a staunch conservative Republican, loved Nixon, all that stuff. I mean, that I I was disgusting enough, but the whole thing was disgusting, really. And then he was dealing with my father, who was like, you know, they're into Satan and orgies and throwing orgies at their house and all kinds of, you know, they were into the whole system, you know, the whole thing, and they were like, you know, you know, if the kids can't seem to get it. Let's bludgeon them to death! <laughs> Let's kill them! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't even... They'll do anything to stay in their, in their rank in society. They'll do anything. They'll do anything. And that's why it was always a joke to me when, when what's her name, um, when they write books, these kids write books about how they were abused and all that. They're from that same neighborhood, the same hood. I laugh my ass off because they're liars. They're they're protecting the system. They're not exposing it. They've you know they what was it? uh, Paris Hilton writing about you know being abused in some school in Utah. That was bullshit. That's all bullshit. That whole family, that whole thing, that whole they're all the same. All those people, they're all the same club. So you mean to tell me I got one treatment and Paris Hilton got another? Oh no! So they use that school to to you know keep her in line, but I don't think she's ever really. I, I don't I don't know what planet she's on, but she's definitely playing ball. She's definitely one of them. She's and then and then the parents going, we had no idea. Oh yeah, right. Bullshit. So that's the kind of lies they put out. They use people that have famous names, celebrities and stuff, to put out uh, an abuse story that's not the real one to protect the big one. See? Right? So the problem with the doc is that, you know, some of this stuff is a little bit over that line. So it's been, uh, you know, it's going through its, uh, I don't know, it's... Definitely divides people, you know what I mean? Maybe they shouldn't release. I don't know. It's very good work by Larry. They want to do it. 
the, our producer, Loris and Larry, they wanted to do, you know, I told Loris about the story of, um, you know, how I became a writer, how I wrote society, you know, how I started, how I went through this whole process. And, you know, and he thought that would make a good documentary. But see, we touched on some things that are like iconic giant things you can't touch on. See what I mean? And we tried to really minimize that so it's not too much. But, you know, it still divides. You know what I mean? It's not a universal thing. Because I think what it does is puts people in touch with their own abuse, their own, that everybody, pretty soon we're all going to realize that we've all been abused in the same way. Elites, paupers, mental, doesn't matter. That the system is the system, period. And it overrides all classes and all of society. is rotten to the core. And all the rock bands and all the so-called agreed-upon rebels, all they've done is enhanced the totalitarian evil. of basic, uh, you know, torture and destruction of minds, destruction of spirit, destruction of anything human, anything decent. I've just brought to mind a Michelle Archer. She wrote this great poem, and I and I did music to it, and I can't remember it right now, but it'd be great to go out on today. Oftentimes, I think when she died, she, on one hand, she kind of got off easy. On the other hand, she had a problem with her heart, and she needed oxygen, and we actually sent her an oxygen thing to help her breathe. I don't know what happened to that, but uh, so that she could be more mobile. But no, I mean, when you, I understand hard, hard oxygen. Now, having almost lost my life, and now I have oxygen here, you know, for me. I didn't realize how important it was. And I think the only reason she died, I think, is because she couldn't get enough oxygen to her heart or something. I, it just, could it have been they didn't have any there because there was a hurricane going on? I don't know, I... I I'm not looking for for foul play here. I just she seemed to die prematurely, and yeah, the family's not exactly <clears throat> you know taking her writings and going out and publishing them. They just, they're going with her. She should be published, and the people published shouldn't be. But there it is, completely unfair, and a big disservice to humanity. You put any icons in front of me, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to delete you. I've had it. I've had enough with all this lying. Now, where's that song? What was that called? I went crazy. What's that called? Shoot. I'm going to have to search for it. What was the name of that song? It wasn't a song, it was a poem. Anybody. 
Shoot, I went crazy today. Oh, that's good. Fine. You want it raw, you got it raw. What was the name of that? What was the name of that? Oh, come on. No, no. Oh, she might have done that one. Um, where's that? That's that's too positive. This one's really like it mirrors my uh, state of mind here, which is I've had enough. Don't even try it. You know. Was it about that No, it was about life. Yeah, I should put some new music. I got a whole bunch of music that hasn't been played. Come on, honey. Where is it? Where is it? What was it called? Come on, is anyone out there that remembers? Or I don't look at the chat because I'm trying to talk and I'm... I'll find it. I, I, it's worth the wait here, and kind of the silent radio silence. Uh, it's it's worth that because um, hmm. there's just a lot of songs here that we've done. I don't recognize. I just don't remember. Oh, here's one I, I want. I always wanted this. <laughs> Can't believe I found that one. Dropping down from the cloud. Hopefully it'll stay there. What was the name of that? Come on. What was the name of that? What was the name of that? I see the witch queen here. Well, that was her poem, right? So we'll just put it up there. But I mean, that was, I think my music kind of, you know, I mean, I'm not a metal guy. I try to do some rock, but I'm really more complex, <laughs> a little bit different kind of sound. Um, What was the name of that song? It was, uh, if I see it, I'll know it, okay? Um, if I see it, I'll know it. Hmm. With all these hundreds of songs, you'd think, you know, it would jump out at me. Well, if it's there, it would. Hmm. Interesting. 
Harm City, Hologram. Well, can't believe I wrote that stupid song, Let's Not Kill Each Other, Brother. No, no, no let's kill each other. It should be back here. Like I'm looking back during Pizzagate, Saw My Shadow, Sellout, She Said Cover, Simulacra, Sinner, Sonicora. I know I was getting close. Hmm. Well, folks, um, I want to make sure that you know this is a poem by Michelle Archer if I get to the playing it. But um, <laughs> I probably should have put her name in the title so I could look for it that way. Nope. <laughs> I think it was at that point where hmm. Well, I'm finding some new ones to put on here for you. I, I, um, all these songs are so weird because they're so, uh, kind of like with what's going on type of stuff, you know? And, uh, uh let's see, is that it? I know where it stands. No. Mm-hmm. I remember I did. I did download it at one point. I mean, I had it at one point. Um, I just, yeah, I just can't seem to find it now. Well, it was it was back a few years, yeah, you know, because she died a few years ago. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was really a good poem. Really good. Really good. So let's see. Maybe in... Uh, no, not everything is on this computer. And what about the cloud? Uh, that seems to be where, if anything is anywhere, it'll be in the cloud. Mm. Desktop in the cloud, okay? So... Desktop now, all right? No. Well, I could swear I got it from here originally. 
Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, so I downloaded everything I could find in there into my list. So the witch queen, she wrote this poem. Should we play that? All right. It's not the best production I've done, but let's go ahead and play it. See what you think. wipes her mouth and cries. I have no sin. Uh, 
cries. Not for them or the children never born. And what's torn and washed away, she feels them. Every hour, every day. Yet the queen never cries. Though like death's rigid mask, often she smiles. The witch queen walks the direction of the moon As the wolves howl and the death birds croon She takes her leave from the rim of this world The fortunate souls, the demon mist here Still they know the witch queen always near the gist of that but you don't really hear the lyrics the same way you know it's like so i think i pretty much i'm not really very happy with that music but i had to play everything bass drums and guitar and it's you know that's what happens when you're not a virtuoso in anything and you know you get me the producer in the background but here's the thing there's a lot of stuff said there but it was hard to kind of make it out what do you think Yeah, you should just say it without music, you know. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know what possessed me to put that to a like a rock tune, but I just, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, it, it's okay. If I had like, um, you know, virtuoso players, double bass drums, and you know, shredding guitar and all that, we probably could have made it into something in the studio. But I mean, again. With my guidance, could have done it, but that's just you know that was a scratch, scratch track, one take, me, Trish, that's it, you know. So that's what you get. And I don't like to play things like that on you know here because, you know, you deserve better than that. But anyway, I don't think I can find unless for some reason it wound up in my playlist out of nowhere, um, and I've been missing it. But it is kind of, um, what I remember about the poem is that it was really just stripping humanity down to its, 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 its final, you know, until there's almost nothing left to destroy. It just gets shredded all the way down to nothing. 
that whatever we thought we were, whatever we were, we've fallen so far from that that we're at zero. At zero. Every last decent thing stripped away from us. You know, to, to what they call human doesn't even describe human anymore. And, um, you know, it was really good. And, and I, I just think this sums up the feeling that we have when we see all this stuff going to hell and we see them get just open-faced murder. You know, it's like MAGA, uh, well, white supremacy. Now it's MAGA is the biggest terrorist and blowing stuff up and killing people and just anything they want to do. Anything they want to do. There is no shame anymore. They, they know they're lying and they know they're caught lying, but they don't care. And then when you see people that actually believe this, then both of us, the New World Order guys, which is a joke. It's a New World Order is a joke in terms. It's like an Obama level thing. You know, that's his mentality, which is highly flawed, <laughs> highly stupid. And that's the thing. The people that join that side are stupid. They're the dumb ones. The people that join the side of life are smart, but then they're tortured for it. And it's, it's just an amazing little dance that happens. But see, from God's perspective, I understand what's happening here. I don't like it, but I understand it. To, I mean, I briefly understand. I understand it for a moment, and then I don't again. That would be more accurate. Um... What? How could it just disappear like that? Well, maybe it's just not meant for you to hear it right now. But okay, so we're going to face this new week, a new, a new week of complete failure, incompetence, and stupidity. Yeah, buddy, come on, bro. We're doing good now. We can go celebrate. We got a football game to watch, and we got games. We're going to watch TV. We got it made. Why would they spend so much blood and treasure just to get us TVs? Wow. Just to develop communication so they could spy. But see, the thing is, when they spy, they can't see me. They can listen right here, right now, and everything I'm saying, and they can't hear a damn word I'm saying. But I can see you and everything that you think. Everything that you are, all your siblings, all your friends, I see you all. I see all of you feds. You know, you just kind of like write me off and laugh about me. I know. What? He's just a lunatic. What possible damage could he ever do about anything? He's an old man now. Well, you had your chance in the hospital. Not that you even care. I don't even rise on the radar to anything. I could be out there waving, you know, saying all this stuff, you know, that gets people debanked, deplatformed, whatever. They don't even notice. I'm just, it's okay. Because if they did, that would cause another ripple effect. And I understand that. But, I mean, it's, 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 they go on threat assessment, you know? So it's really just like, who is politically in the way so that we can't get our way. That's basically bludgeon, force, lizard. You know, that's how they think. It's not like, what's going on here, really? You know, they have sorcerers and people like witches and witch queens. <clears throat> Big witch queen now is Taylor Swift. 
How'd she get a witch queen? This girl next door is now the witch queen. Great. Excellent. Perfect, perfect reflection of Americans. Taylor Swift is, Taylor Swift is America. Oh, yeah. Do not doubt me. She is America. You, you, we're right back to like, you know, Valley of the Dolls. <laughs> you dumb fucking idiots. Oh, man. Yeah. Carry on, America. I salute you. Wave the flag. <laughs> Enjoy your apostasy, Christians. Enjoy it. And one of these days, God's going to cut you down. He's going to pull the plug, and you're going to find out. And let's see how much you love your Jesus then. Yeah, God's not about, you know, teams and all that. He's about truth, the truth. Truth. Now, somebody's lying here. And I don't think it's me. You know, I'm not saying I'm completely accurate all the time, but I don't think I'm, I'm overtly trying to lie. I mean, I'm upset and I contradict myself and saying all kinds of shit, but, you know, I'm not you know, trying to get away with some kind of slick lie. Sell you something. You can get drunk without having to drink alcohol. That's the new one today. I got something you can drink and it won't, you won't get you drunk. It'll just be like, you know, but then you can have it as an alcohol alternative. Now that they got everyone addicted to alcohol. All right, with that, I'm going to go. And uh, uh, no music here. We're just going to cut. And I love you guys. And thank you for, you know, putting up with that. I see you're still hanging in the chat room, participating. I, I, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm inspiring. I, you know, I don't even know. I told Trish I don't need to do She says that you need to be here doing this. And I'm, um, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm putting a lot of things in the novel. Uh, it's called Angels versus Witches. It's on Substack Live. I'm up to chapter 10 now. The bow breaks. It's so heavy I had to peel off. And, and it's leading into some stuff I don't even know. I, I thought I had it plotted, but no. It's leading to a world that, is in ruin. And anyway, if you want to follow me chapter by chapter in this process to hell, go ahead. But it is maddening and hellish. And But at the same time, I don't think, I mean, I just got to trust that I'm okay. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lead any of you into the kind of, I think what I'm doing is confirming what you're already thinking and then, Maybe I, I help in that way, you know, just like like let the steam out, you know, just let the anger out, let the let all that anger get us nowhere, you know. Besides, we already won. What are we complaining about? Yeah, but you got to get other people, and they're not listening. Yeah, thank you, Satan. And then with that, I bid you shalom and happy uh, uh, end of daylight savings. You people that are on uh, Phoenix time, you're the same as Albuquerque time now. Phoenix and Albuquerque are in the same boat. And I'll see you next time.